1: Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast, here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook.
0: Well, hello, everyone. This is going to be an interesting episode for us as uh, Nick is operating off hotel Wi-Fi in
1: Cincinnati, and yeah. I'm here in Grand Rapids.
0: So this should be a fun one. How are you feeling, buddy?
1: So we got to Cincinnati Monday night, had dinner, uh, did not feel good after. Uh, had dinner last night, went out, did not feel good after, uh, I don't think I'm supposed to be in Cincinnati or I don't know how to cook. I don't know. We've gone to two different restaurants and like things have just not gone well. So tonight I'm staying in, I might order either a steak or I was thinking pizza, uh, since he's known for their chili, but I'm like, I don't think my stomach can handle chili. (laughs) So (laughs) Like I feel bad for whoever's gonna sit next to me tomorrow in training. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna skip the chili. We'll have to just make another trip to go get skyline uh, later. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's been interesting, a lot of late nights. But I'll be excited yeah. to come back.
0: Yeah, I'll be excited to have you back. And yeah, I would definitely recommend avoiding the chili. Uh, that yeah. sounds like a smart decision with how you feel right now. I know I'm just getting over this quick little cold, whatever the heck I caught over the weekend. It didn't last yeah. long, but had a cough and all that fun stuff with it. So, As long as it's not COVID, we're good. I tested for that. We're all good there. So that was my first fear. The first day felt
1: like it. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. But, you know,
0: we both figured it was inevitable.
1: Yeah, we knew with the way hockey was coming back and the amount of games that we're going to and out of town, we knew it was going to happen. So, I, I mean, I've been taking my cold supplements. I just think it's bad food here.
0: Yeah, hopefully that's all it is for you. Hopefully you're back in action Friday because we got hockey coming up. Yeah, are you're going to the game Friday. Have you decided? Uh, Yeah, as long as I feel like how I feel right now, I'm going to be there. I don't feel like I'm going to get anybody sick. I've been very careful about how I've moved around work the past few days and uh, should feel pretty good. So I will be there. I don't think you'll be there with the way your schedule looks, or maybe you will be there. It might just be a surprise for me. You know one of those uh, games where I show up and sit down and look next to me and go, oh, look who it is. No, I don't think that's going to be this weekend, buddy. <laughs> that's happened oh. a couple times before for everybody listening. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> but, before we jump into this, but before we jump into this, we'll say who we are. We are the Hockey Town West podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon.
1: And I'm Nick in Cincinnati.
0: Uh, Nick in Cincinnati, home of the Cincinnati Cyclones. We don't care about them.
1: No, and I'm not going to one of those games either.
0: I checked their schedule.
1: They ain't playing while you are there. That sucks. Nobody's playing. I know. We, we almost went to the Columbus-Anaheim game uh, la- last night, I believe it was. But uh, it, was a, it was an hour and a half, and I didn't want to watch two bad teams. And then that game got delayed, too. So. Uh, yeah,
0: they ruined the hockey
1: frenzy, Frozen Frenzy, whatever it was called. Yeah, that was interesting. We should talk about that later.
0: Yeah, we should. So we have two games to preview here for the Griffins. They play Friday night at home versus the Cleveland Monsters. Puck drop is at 7. And then they play Saturday in Rockford versus the Rockford Icehawks. A little little home and away action. little season split. You know, I don't hate it. And you know what? It, we're not playing the Colorado Eagles for the fifth time.
1: Hey, that would have been a really good game, game five back yeah. in GR. Game five back in, <laughs> in GR, yeah, we could have closed <laughs> out the series.
0: Um, so let's preview the Monsters here first, right, since we play them first. All right, so the Monsters, some updates on them for this season. They just signed a brand-new multi-year, don't know the term on it, but a multi-year extension with the Columbus Blue Jackets as their affiliate. Shocker, and that affiliation makes way too much sense, and it's always been a good partnership with both of them. They also have new jerseys this year that we're both pretty big fans of. I do like the jerseys. Yeah, the, the third, the third jersey, the one that they wore at the outdoor game last year—that's
1: my favorite of theirs. Not a favorite as much to buy one, but I just do. I do like the look of them.
0: Yeah, we like good jerseys. Going into this game here, they played four games. They're two and two through the four games. They've scored eleven goals and had fifteen goals scored against, and they're sitting fifth in their division right now. They are not. In the same division as Grand Rapids. so this is another out of division game for us. Their last four games, they beat Lehigh Valley five to one. They lost to Hershey five to two. Lost to Syracuse five nothing, then turned around and beat Syracuse four to two the next night. On the power play, they are the second worst in the AHL so far this season. They are I'm one right, for uh mid middle of the pack. Nothing nothing to write home about. But Grenabits yeah, is kind of middle it's. of the pack. Dude, not as good as detroit's to that power play is a cheat code yeah so yeah they're one for 15 on the power play 6.7 percent. they've only failed on five penalty kills out of the 19 that they've had to do so they're 73.7 on that they are the bottom of the division though for themselves on penalty kill again four games in it's early do you think special teams will play
1: a role in this game
0: i would say yes This one could benefit the Griffins who have been a little more undisciplined as it's uh, gone over the past few weeks and seeing that this team does struggle on the power play uh, that might work in our favor there and penalty kill. I mean, the percentages are pretty close to the same for both teams. I think we're about like eight or 9% higher. So that who knows what that will play into the game. Okay. Team updates from this past week. What's changed for the Monsters? They haven't played since the last game against Syracuse. They've had the whole week off just like Grand Rapids did as well. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets this week placed Patrick Lina and in injured reserve and recalled Dmitry Vornikov. I think I was saying that right from the Monsters. And then they've also assigned Igor Chennikov uh, back to the Monsters uh, as of today. He was their 21st overall draft pick in the 2020 draft. Played for Columbus, two seasons, 92 games, 11 goals, 16 assists, so 27 points. Eight games with Cleveland, four goals, five assists, nine points. And he also played in the KHL for a little while.
1: I want to know the story behind the, why they dropped him down to Cleveland. If he's played that many games in in Columbus, why are they dropping him down to Cleveland?
0: That is a good question. I would like to know some answers on that. Maybe we could... Ask our friend Elaine, who or who does who covers the monsters. Maybe she can give us more insight on that.
1: Yeah, because this news just dropped a few hours ago today. We're recording on Wednesday, so I'm wondering why the drop down. It just it just seems odd. It's not like they placed anybody back up. You know, they didn't they didn't pull any def- defensemen up. So yeah, I believe he's a defenseman.
0: I think so. Yeah. If I remember right. Which I think they need some help on the blue line. in uh, Cleveland, anyway, So. It'll be interesting. He'll be someone to watch. I mean, I've definitely heard his name before.
1: Well, yeah, he was drafted. Oh, well, yeah. First overall. So, I mean, that's about the time we started paying attention to everybody else's draft picks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Items. So, yeah,
1: you, you definitely did by then.
0: So, he'll be someone to keep an eye on. Other players to watch for Cleveland, uh, a name Ryan. that we said a lot last year, uh, Trey fix Wolanski. He's already off to doing what he did last year. Uh, In 61 games last year, he scored 29 goals, 42 assists, 71 points. In four games this year, two goals, four assists, six points. Uh, So, you know, he's known to perform pretty well against Grand Rapids. Uh, We say his name a lot in episodes after they play him. So hopefully that's not the case this week, but
1: it's kind of inevitable. He'll get on the score sheet at some point in time. It's just a matter of when. Do you foresee uh, him and Simon going at it again this year?
0: I hope so. That was fun.
1: That was <laughs> the fun. Size, the size difference between the two of them its just, it was like oh, Bo and last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was comical. I, I hope so. Um, also, another guy to watch out for for them, another defenseman, Jake Christensen. Uh, it's his third season with the Monsters. Last season, 50 games played, 11 goals, 23 assists, 34 points. Uh, this season, four games played, zero goals, but four assists. So, point per game so far. An interesting you know, fact, though, about the... Oh, go
1: ahead. Do you know anything else about him? Was he drafted? Or uh, not
0: much him? else that I could dig up about him. Uh, another interesting fact about uh, the Monsters and their roster in comparison to from last year to this year, is that two of their top three scorers that they had on the team last year are not on the team currently. They're either in Columbus and David Juracek, which we figured he would be in Columbus after his last season. Um, and then Justin Richards uh, plays now for Rochester. He's in that organization over there. So oh, that leaves Vic is as the only other one of the top three. He was top on the team last year.
1: Yeah, it was always uh, good to watch check because we knew where he was drafted. We were watching and he was kind of the prospect to watch there. Besides, you know, Trey is not really a prospect, but he did get called up last year at the end of the year. I don't know if you remember this, but he got set back down because he missed the, like, the team meeting or something.
0: That's right. I forgot all about that. Well, I so, think he spent some time up there. I don't think he spent like regular season time up there, but he was a late send back on the preseason, um, as well. I hope he made it to all the team meetings on time this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but couldn't even uh, use like the
0: "I got lost" excuse. Come on.
1: Yeah, it's not far. It's in the same- oh. Is it far? Columbus? No, they're not. Cle- that, uh, that Cleveland and Columbus far? aren't
0: that far. It's probably like an hour.
1: Okay. Like between Detroit and Grand Rapids, we're you know a little bit further, two and a half hours.
0: The distances between those two affiliates are it's it's pretty relative to ours. So how do you think Friday's game gonna go? So I think I think Grand Rapids will bounce back from their two games in Colorado. Uh, I think they get a win back at home. Uh, it's a Friday night. It's two dollar beer night. The place should get pretty full. Should be a good time. Uh, I think it'll be loud in there again. I think that they will uh, come out with a win.
1: Who's starting in that?
0: if i'm going based off the trend it's probably hutchinson with kosa playing the next night if dan watson loves me he'll put kosa in that that night just so i could see him play live again
1: give him the hometown crowd
0: because i mean the way well. he's played i mean at this point i would say he's outplayed hutchinson oh they're very close far. but so far i mean statistically kosa is still one of the top 20 goalies in the league hutch did drop out of that top 20 I mean, we're talking statistics for two games between the two of them. There's not much to write home about there. Really? they no same banners. T- no, no banners. No, not hanging the not hanging the retirement banner yet. Okay. I I would like to see them change up
1: that rotation. Give Kosa a Friday at home. I would like to see that as well, but my gu- my guess is it's going to be Hutchinson.
0: Yeah, which I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix
1: it, right? Don't change yeah. up the
0: rotation right now. So,
1: and I'm not. I won't be mad about that.
0: Oh, no, but that's that's what I see
1: uh, happening with that
0: game there. What do you, who do you think is going to win this one?
1: What was your thoughts on this one going into it? Uh, going into this one, I see Cleveland's lost. Yeah, they're two and two. They beat Syracuse on a bounce back. I I have a feeling they're going to lose this game, and the Griffins will win this one. Uh, my guess is they probably it's probably like a five to three game. That's yeah. what I'm guessing based off of what I'm seeing from Grand Rapids. And then also, I mean, Cleveland was five to five to one, five to two, five, nothing, four, two. So they're giving up five goals. I think that's kind of the average. So I, and Grand Rapids has been hot. So I, I think they do that.
0: It'll be interesting to see what we do offensively in this one. I mean, we saw the last game we went 11 and seven, 11, four and seven defensemen. Uh, We still have the same exact roster situation with Zarnick and Bergie still up in Detroit. We don't know if one of them will be back by Friday. I was hoping Kostin would have been back for last night, so one of them would have made the move back. Kostin's still day to day, so I guess we'll know by tomorrow when the Wings play. If Kostin's in, we probably see Zarnick make the trip back
1: down, I would assume. That would be cool, because then I can give you my Zarnick jersey to get signed.
0: (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We're about a year later, almost. When the Red Cattle game comes up this year, it'll be a year since you got that at auction, and it's still not signed, because every time you go give it to him, he's either in Detroit or not. Yeah, exactly.
1: I've starting a feel He's avoiding me. <laughs> can, can you really blame him? No, not at all. But he was, like, the first player that I bought the jersey up, too. Because I bought yeah. that one in a blank one, and I'm like, all right, this is the only one that I don't have signed yet. And he wasn't at the team signing. He was in Detroit at that time.
0: Well, between the oh. three of us that got jerseys that night, uh, yours is the last one to be signed. And one of mine was Joe Valeno, who never stepped on the ice for the Griffins last year. So, yeah. Who's looking very good right now, too.
1: Dude, he's playing some good hockey. Yes, he is. He's playing some really good hockey. Um, so now we just got to pick on another player for this week to uh, get their game going. Do you want to start us off with a, with a player who, who needs to step up?
0: <laughs> I think that only works through text.
1: Okay. I literally texted you that Mo was not playing well and then he turns around and he sets up uh ghost. Yep,
0: two assists right to after it. that. <laughs> two assists right after that. Yep. Oh. Yep, yep. Anything else you have for Cleveland?
1: Nothing for Cleveland. Though. Um yeah, nothing for Cleveland. All right. Well, I think
0: we should probably cut to an early ad break here, sir. Sounds good. So we'll throw it
1: to DraftKings. Making any bets this week while you're down in Cincy? No bets in Cincy. The Lions don't play till Monday night, so I've got no bets on that one yet either.
0: I did dig through the DraftKings app and did confirm you can bet on AHL hockey. Oh, so you can bet on the Griffins?
1: I already spent enough. (laughs) I
0: don't
1: know if I can lose anymore. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee Partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA, 21 and older, age varies by jurisdiction, Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance, see sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
0: So, now let's talk the next game. We have Rockford in Rockford on Saturday night.
1: I literally thought I'd put the puck drop time, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> no, but I think it's seven o'clock as well.
1: Yeah, seven o'clock. They so far they're one and two through three games. So, they play Iowa Friday while we're playing Cleveland. Uh, they're sitting fifth in the Central Division, and this is an important matchup because it's our first Central Division matchup of the season. So uh, we do need to we need to win this game, really, because uh, every game matters. And if that's not evident, check back to last season where we were one point away from the playoffs, right? Yeah. So need to win this one. Rockford went their their home opener sold out, and they lost five to two to the Wolves. I think that's oh. hilarious, but <laughs> um, then they went out to San Jose. They lost seven to two. Then on the next night, they beat San Jose seven to two. So kind of a wacky game there. One thing, so I looked at the goalies, and because we looked at this last week with Kosa and Hutchinson, just to see like they they had a lot of shots against them. So I kind of was, been watching shots in the uh, AHL games and. Their goalie, Stauber, he mm-hmm. played with Rockford last year. He played, so far, one game, one loss. He had 49 shots against and 42 saves. So he played the the San Jose game, the first one. And then Drew Comesso, he played two games. So he played the first game, the home opener, and he played the second night for the San Jose. My guess is he plays Grand Rapids that um, on Saturday. He played... Two games, played uh, one win, one loss, 65 shots against, and 59 saves. Which one those two game. games? Well, in two, yeah, in two games. That was the total. Okay. He was drafted by Chicago so in the second round in 2020. So I think that he didn't play with Rockford last year. So this is their prospect that they're slowly coming around, you know, uh, bringing in. So I, that's why I think he gets Griffins to that, that second night. Oh, uh interesting. What?
0: Oh, no, I'm just saying that, that is interesting that how that's balanced out so far. That one goalie, man, he got shelled in San Jose. He got shelled.
1: Yeah. Well, and he gave up seven.
0: Yeah, they left him in for the whole game.
1: Uh, that's what I'm assuming.
0: That's a Bun Salmon treatment right there.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe he thought he was as good as Patrick Wah. Who knows? Uh, so far, they've scored 11. They've got 14 goals against. Uh, power play. So this uh, this makes me nervous. Currently, they're five for twelve on the power play. They are the top of the AHL. So forty one point six seven percent. Uh, Grand Rapids needs to be disciplined in this game. So that's one thing that I'm going to be watching this weekend is if we can stay out of the box because we were not good in Colorado with we staying out of the box. Uh, penalty kills, they are terrible at. Uh, 75%, three failed kills out of 12. They are at the bottom of the division. So if we can get Rockford to, you know, get some penalties, we can take advantage of it right there. So uh, team updates for this week. they put uh, Andrew Perrault had been recalled from the Indy Fuel, so they brought him up. Uh, he played 51 games for Indy last year, four goals, 16 assists, 13 games played with Rockford last year. No, you're good. It was,
0: it was 13 games with Rockford last year. Uh, one goal, one assist in that time frame. He spent most of his time in the ECHL last season. Is he a draft pick? No, he's not. Um, what I'm assuming what you're looking at here is a body that's probably
1: a healthy scratch. Interesting. He's probably not going to be a huge contributor to this game anyways.
0: Nope, it's just the uh, only team update that Rockford had this week. They haven't been, there hasn't been too many transactions between them and Colorado yet, or not Colorado, them in Chicago, uh, yet this season. So,
1: yeah, because I mean, Chicago's rolling with Connor, so there's not many yeah, people that they do need. So, that's to- all they need, right? They only need that one guy on the ice. That's it. So, so who do we need to watch for this, this season, for this game? Who do we need to put a spotlight on, Brandon?
0: So, first one that I found Joey Anderson with them. Um, uh interesting interesting story with this kid so he started last season in toronto organization he was with the marlies and the leafs a little bit i'm assuming there was a trade or a pickup at some point uh it looks like a trade near the free agency time though uh because all of a sudden he was with the blackhawks and the ice hogs last year as well uh he played 24 games with the blackhawks last year scored four goals had two assists then played seven games with rockford last season uh, five of those were the playoff game or five of those were in those five playoff games Rockford had last year uh, it, he had two goals four assists in the playoffs so he performed very well in the playoffs for them this season uh, he has two goals four assists in the three games played so far he was originally a draft pick of the New Jersey Devils back in 2016 so he's been around a little bit when i was looking this at guy, his hockey db
1: this guy packs light it seems
0: because he's yeah, he, does it, room. <laughs> he probably doesn't buy a lot of furniture when he moves into an apartment, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, that's um, crazy. But he plays really well. I wonder why people are trading him so much. It looks like he's one
0: of those depth pieces that teams kind of try to acquire or use as leverage for a pick for a team that needs depth. So uh, the other guy I had for uh, Rockford here, David Gust. Uh, this is his seventh season in the AHL. He's a forward for them. Last season with Rockford, 65 games played, 26 goals, 33 assists for 59 points. In this season, these three games played. He has two goals, three assists already. So those are the two uh, standouts there. And pay attention to them, folks, because uh, we nailed the standouts for the last uh, series against Colorado. Dang. So, okay.
1: so we, we kind of know
0: what we're doing. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I just pick random names and say, hey, they sound cool. <laughs> That's but, yeah. what I do. <laughs> um i did confirm Uh, that this rockford game starts at seven o'clock central time so six o'clock eastern time for all of us here um because it's in rockford in the central time zone
1: oh gee so an early start for us
0: a little bit early start for us here um and rockford does play on friday night as well versus
1: iowa So so that one should be a win for them playing against ben simon led team so i i would assume that's that's a yeah that's i was bad. having it rough man are they yeah kind of seems like that's what they wanted
0: i mean that's if, if that's what they wanted i feel bad for it uh,
1: uh, they it's, what it's they not getting that good at, there no ever since ben showed up <laughs> uh <laughs> so we mentioned earlier sarnik is still in detroit bergy's still in detroit uh and somebody could possibly move down with cost and coming back in to the lineup. Uh, but I, I caught this last night too, with uh, on the broadcast with Mick uh, or was it Ken or Mick?
0: and Mick both
1: mentioned that there's been a few games that Alex Lyons has been a healthy scratch. So yeah. we could possibly see a conditioning stint here. Yeah. Very soon. It sounds like,
0: um, which I think you and I are both pretty excited about the prospect of that happening. Um, So remind me, how does this
1: work? We saw this last year with Ned and then with Magnus.
0: Yeah. So what they can do after, after they're out for a certain amount of time in the NHL, they can be sent down for a conditioning stint in the AHL. And I believe I could be wrong, but the max was five games for goaltenders um or that they can play in I, I believe they can be here for more than a five game period of time but it's how many games they play in i think that limit is five um i know they need to get lions in play time it makes sense why would you take hutch or or not hutch why would you take huso or reimer out right now they're both playing extremely well for the red wings so oh, yeah. the only thing you could do is healthy scratch him a few more times and send him to grand rapids hope he's staying loose and practice And see what he does down here.
1: And he can clear waivers with no problem.
0: So, when you do a conditioning stint, you don't need to be put on waivers. Perfect. But they would have to recall him back after the conditioning stint and then be placed on waivers if they decided to send him back down. Same treatment that Ned got. You know, he was here for his five games, and then all of a sudden, one day we woke up and boom, Ned's on waivers. So that same thing could happen if that's the move they're looking to make there anytime soon. There's no talk of Vasilevsky's return being any earlier than the 8-10 to 10 weeks still. So this would be good to get Lions and games in, probably put him back in Detroit for a little bit as a healthy scratch, and then probably start making the moves
1: once Vasilevsky's back. Do you think they would rotate Reimer then down here if Lion plays well? And kind of do the juggle?
0: I don't think so. I think either way this shakes out. Right now, I think Alex Lyon ends up as a Griffin. I don't think James Reimer does.
1: I really hope Lyon does come here because he is the funniest guy on the on the social media TikToks that the uh, the wing social media stuff. If you have not watched the Halloween costume one, everybody needs to watch that one. I died laughing at that. Like typically, I don't watch them, and then that one, I for some reason I picked it up and I was like this guy is hilarious and the pillow thing was funny too
0: yeah i mean i think we've made it no secret that's who we hope that works out to be uh he's literally the perfect mentor for kosa he's been around the league he's won caller cups he's done the darn thing not that hutchinson is bad by any means and like i said at the beginning of the season if it ends up we end up with kosa and hutchinson for the entire season i'm okay with it it seems to be working pretty well so far we just got to watch some play in front of them. You know, the defense needs to tighten things up. We need to stay more disciplined. Nothing that we've... No no goals that have really been scored against us. Have I looked at the goalie
1: and been like, wow, that was a bad goal to let in. Or that they let in like multiple right in a row. Like we did... How do you remember year? that? Oh my gosh. How could I forget? It happened almost every game.
0: I know. You watch UC Okinawa
1: get lit up for like five and five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. So... Do you think they would
0: roll with three down here? No, I still don't think they'll ever roll with three in Grand Rapids. I don't think it makes much sense for them to roll three. I mean, Hutchinson's still on a professional tryout. I don't know how long like the maximum can be for a professional tryout. I thought it was 10 games. No way. <laughs> yeah, he's still on a PTO.
1: I did not know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't actually like officially sign him. I guess, now that you mentioned it, I, I think I do remember. Like I know he was signed on that PTO, but I, I guess I forgot. Like It has been a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, he signed so, I mean, that
1: three, four weeks ago.
0: He signed it right at the beginning of this. Right after Red Wings training camp ended is when he signed that. And then we yeah. I mean, were four, four games in, so after this weekend will be six. I mean, I assume we can ride that out a little bit longer. I'm assuming at the end of that is when you see Alex Lyon make a conditioning stint appearance down here. And then after that conditioning stint happens, depending on the play of Sebastian Cosa, if you need to wait it out another week or two, you probably put Lyon back in Detroit. You probably don't re-sign Hutch to another PTO, and you probably call up one of the Toledo goalies and go with one of those two for a week or two.
1: It makes sense. Yeah, we could see Steve big branding this completely because this <laughs> is what he did last year. Yeah, I, we're going to have to look into this. Uh, how many games can you actually play on a PTO? Like, What's the limit? I'm
0: very curious now, too. Are
1: you looking it up? Yep, a standard PTO in the AHL
0: is limited to 25 games. At the end of the 25 games, the player might be offered an additional PTO for another 25 games. Uh, they also might be released or they're free to, free to sign with another team if they don't re-sign that PTO. So, 25 games, I guess. So, we won't need to big brain this too hard. No. So, he could, could, at the most, he could play 50. At the most, it looks like he could play 50. But at the same time, when you ask the question, would they carry three, I guess I would have to eat my words on that and say that they probably would carry three goalies at that point. They would have Hutch, Healthy Scratch, and Alex Lyon stand in during that stint.
1: I would think the exact opposite now. (laughs) What do you mean? I would think that they would play, they would rotate between the two because it's 25 games that he has to play, right? Not 25 games in the season. He, the
0: PTO is limited to 25 games. So at the end of those 25 games is when they'd have that, the talk of extending it another 25 or
1: bye-bye. 25 games for the Griffins or 25 games for Hutchinson? 25 games for, for Hutchinson. Well, well no, he's assume it's as 25 he's, he's, but he's dressed, so it would count. Any it would count regardless,
0: right? Well, so that's why I'm saying I could see them carrying three if they do do the conditioning stint. Unless I mean, I don't see them killing Cosa's uh, growth right now and sending him back to Toledo for a five game stretch. I don't see them healthy scratching Sebastian Cosa. Um, I think just based off of how it'll shake out, I think Hutchinson gets the healthy scratch.
1: Unfortunately, you know what they could also do is you could also assign John Latham into the Griffins.
0: In, in the in this scenario that we drop Hutchinson.
1: Well, just in case, just to keep him, just to buy some more time till Vasilevsky's back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
0: Like you, if you if you're dropping Lion for those five games, let's say this happens in a week or two, and you need another, and you, that gets you through two weeks, and you need another week after that. Why would you re-sign a goalie to a PTO? Let Kosa and Letheman handle it for a week. Whatever happens, happens. Then we go from there. Yeah, I mean, based off my experience watching the first Toledo game in person, Johnny looks good. Johnny looks ready for the season. But you know, Johnny had some rough games in Grand Rapids last year, so that's that's nothing to forget. You
1: know. Yeah, and we, and Toledo has three goalies, or at least they. Yeah, they're still carrying three. Yeah, they have so. not dropped
0: uh Parento, as far as I know.
1: So they would still be able to do move Johnny up and then move him back without losing him and then still have. <laughs> so they they have got multiple ways where they can do this and get away with it. Uh, keeping it as many goals as they can for as oh, long they as can
0: brain yeah. this, they can big brain this big time. <laughs> oh yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch that unfold. I just didn't even think about, I don't know how I didn't think about it if it happened twice last season, that that could be a reality with lion until Ken and Mick brought that up. As soon as I, as soon as I said that I opened up our notes for this episode it was like, got to talk about that. Because I was like, "That's
1: awesome!" As soon as they said it, I was like, "The light bulb went off in my head too." But I wasn't in any condition to be able to type this up.
0: No, I was. I was paying attention.
1: Um, Saturday night. Oh,
0: wait. Before we talk about Frozen Frenzy, I know you want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Just a quick update for the Toledo fans. Toledo does play um, this week. Uh, they play Friday in Fort Wayne against Fort Wayne. Um, no roster changes or anything like that for the walleye so far. Everything looks exactly the same. Uh, don't know what the lineup will be for that night. Don't know who will sub in and who will be out. Don't know who's starting. It's too early to tell. Um, what I will say, I don't know if you caught this in social media, uh, the walleye is doing like, this cool behind-the-scenes like, video series on the team um, where they've dropped a couple teasers for it. One was uh, just, I think, them talking about, like, what the team means to the town. And then, like, they went to the next one. And, next clip was Hawkins, Keenan, and somebody else talking about, like, how they don't care how long it takes they want to play in Toledo until they bring a Kelly Cup to Toledo and the importance of that. Like, how that's the only thing they care about. And, like, Hawk, like, specifically talking about, you know, I want to work. I want to play for this team i want to be here i want to win a championship in this blue collar community for a community that cares enough about this team uh and then jokingly saying how long the celebration will be you know you think a echl championship celebration will be maybe a day no it's going to be weeks or months in Toledo once they finally pull that off so i'm interested to see when that drops it's going to I think, be an insight on some of these guys that we don't get to see much highlighted on because they're in that league how many does it say how many
1: series like it didn't say yeah i just saw these teasers drop I think it was yesterday you so they have not lot they haven't listed any of them yet they no
0: any of them. Oh. no it's just the teaser trailer for it I have to but it, it should out. be pretty cool a little behind the scenes like toledo, toledo social media is doing what they do they're they're putting out a ton of content this year um also shout out to the griffin social media team things have been awesome this season so far i love all the new content we're getting um on TikTok and all the other social media platforms that they share on, they're doing a great job, especially during games. They're doing a great job as well.
1: I'll, uh, I'll be keeping an update on it. Cause I think Friday night I will be, I'm going to be home. So I'm going to be watching. I'll probably have both games. Uh, keep an eye on both games Friday night and I'll be yeah. uh, uh, updating the Twitter or the X account. That sounds weird. What's formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> the x account uh it It sounds sounds really
0: really suspicious
1: yeah it sounds uh inappropriate but so i'll be i'll be watching them and uh that'll be my first night behind the board uh this season so i am excited to see how that goes
0: yeah me too don't screw it Uh, up
1: you got big shoes to fill heather did a great job so heather did a great job and i am I'm hoping I can get a little bit more engagement than she did. That's my goal. So,
0: or
1: or at least, or at least half of the engagement that she got, because it was, good. so I'll be the admin that night. Send in your questions, send in your comments. It'll be fun. But do you have any predict? We didn't talk about predictions for Saturday. Oh my gosh, we
0: didn't. We got so distracted talking about all the nonsense. Um,
1: Prediction. I'm going to keep us on. I'm here to keep us on schedule. Brandon.
0: Thank you.
1: <laughs> For once. <laughs> 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 I'm usually one to to the train and we're going off. Sorry, I'm least. over
0: coughing my way through this episode. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Um, no, I predictions, man.
1: So we oh, whatever,
0: Rockford. whatever. Yeah, we play Rockford, whatever it's goalie bad. didn't play on whatever goalie didn't play on Friday. We'll probably play on Saturday.
1: Probably because that,
0: that's a bold prediction. Um I think this game is a tight one. I want to see the Griffins get a win here. I'm going to say they do. They need a road win. We can't go 0 and 3 on the road to start the season. So, I'm thinking a perfect 2 and 0 for the Griffins this weekend.
1: That's what you said last week and look what happened.
0: No, I said 1 and 1. Uh, I was still so wrong. Yeah. Um yeah, that's my prediction there. I think like I said, the goalie, we don't know. Whoever doesn't play Friday, we'll, we'll play Saturday. Um, I want to say we're 2-0 and this weekend. Yeah. I think it'll be a chippy game. Games against Rockford are always chippy. Uh, I just hope we stay disciplined. That's my biggest concern.
1: Stay out of the box, boys. Salve. And and also, awesome. put your help put your helmet on or skate off the ice. I got called out so bad yesterday about that. But it was a gray area. I just stopped replying back to people.
0: I saw your post and I was like, "Oh, buddy, oh, <laughs> uh, there's a delete button. There's no edit button, but there's a delete button. You probably should have used it."
1: No, nope, I was going to stick with it. There was too much gray in that in that uh, that verbiage, so.
0: For those that don't know, there was a penalty called the wings for Seattle game where Sherat's helmet came off and he went to play the puck. And the rule is you're supposed to skate off the ice directly. He can play the puck if it's right in front of him, but he stayed with the play and kept moving with the puck. And you gotta you can make that play if it's between your feet or whatever, but you gotta skate off after that. If the puck goes down the board a little bit more, you can't chase it. And uh he he made the mistake. But that rule is still new, it's only like a year old. I think some guys are still pretty unclear on how it works clearly.
1: Um so I appreciated the hustle is my my thing. Like you watch the NBA, their shoe falls off, they're still shooting the they're still shooting the ball. If you know you're in the you're playing football, your shoe falls off, anything like that, you're still you're still playing. Your first instinct is to play the puck. You're still, to play the game until the whistle. And there was no whistle, honestly what they should do is they should blow the whistle. If Somebody's helmet comes off, pull the whistle. Be done. Just like it hit the net. That's how they should do it.
0: Yeah, that would result in way too many stoppages. Those helmets okay. be falling off. Because some players oh, wear the I understand that, but some players wear their chin straps so dang loose that they fall off a lot. Um, not as much anymore with that rule, which is good, but it used to be all the frickin' time. But did you also know that in hockey, it's perfectly okay when you're a defender to throw your stick in front of the other player to block
1: the puck? That's some classic. That's that's me playing NHL 24 against you while you're up 10-0. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I
0: was, I was so, so mad. Like, okay, I appreciate the ref owning the mistake and apologizing to LaLone. Like, I do appreciate them owning that. It doesn't take it back in a game that went to overtime that where it looked like if that puck landed on modest stick that that puck was going in the net. Yeah, and then they own their mistake, and what do they do? They turn around and call like six to ten minutes worth of penalties against the Red Wings in the third
1: period. Yeah, they kind of tried to balance that out a little bit. Uh, the game it, was it, ruined. It was, a, it was a goal decided. It was a one goal decided game, which that's my my frustration on it. We were so close. Four seconds left to go in the shootout, and we lose.
0: Like, and also the fact that that penalty that didn't get called resulted in they literally turned around and went the other way and scored. Yeah, that was a good game, though. Frozen it was a frenzy. good game. Frozen frenzy, Frozen. yeah. So ESPN's Frozen Frenzy, their NFL run zone attempt thoughts.
1: So I love the fact that there was a there was a game on every fifteen minutes. Loved it. OK, I love that we were able to like check in on other games while this was going on. What I did not love was the start times for these games. Do this. Like, don't do it in October. All right. Don't do it during football season. Don't do it on like a Saturday, Sunday during football. Do it when the season ends. When college football is done, do it when the games really matter is what I think. Do it on a Saturday, start it at 12 and do every 15 minutes all the way till eight because starting us at eight 30 or whatever it was, was terrible. The game didn't get over till 11, they 12. It, it didn't get no. over till late. The other thing is they kept checking on games and there wasn't a goal or anything. So it's, there's work to be made in this. I, with the NFL red zone, like as soon as they're within the 20 feet, like the 20 yards, they're switching it over. Cause there's a chance that it's going to score. In hockey, it goes too fast. Like, you can't just, oh, they're in the offensive zone. We're going to switch it over. No. I know with the wings, they switched it with like last five seconds left in the third period while we're entering the zone with the scoring chance, and they switched it. And where everybody's like, what is going on? Why? <laughs> if you didn't have the broadcast for the wings, you're like, oh, are they going to score? Are they going to win? Like, you switch that the worst possible time. I saw that what
0: part of me thinks. Day. Part of me thinks that they have a little bit of a delay on that, and they had known that. Oh no! No goal happened, so they just pulled it. But the general public does not know. Like they just pulled that's, it with their bad. delay, and they're like, "Oh, here you go," and we're all like, "What happened?" But they obviously don't make that known. Yeah, I don't think the concept's going to work in hockey.
1: I don't think it will. The only I way I could see it, The only way I could see it working is that when a goal is scored. They go back to show it, you know, they cut over to the replay of it. I think that could work because of how fast it, the game is. And there's no like one shot. It, it could turn into a goal. It's not like, it's not like that one play where you're waiting to see if he's going to throw it or run it into the end zone. Like it football's more set up. They're running plays hockey. It's more of a flow of the game. So I want to see it work. I do. Um, I think they have to just do the replays of those goals to show it, you know, put that, put that game on a delay on the broadcaster or, or something, you know,
0: I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it, it, it can work and I want it to work because it, it's going to be good for hockey. But like you said, one, don't do the trial on a Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. like, even the loan said his family didn't come to the game because of how late the Detroit game was. Like, yeah. that's just not fair to families or anything like that. And, oh, You know, I think either NBC Sports or TNT could have pulled the coverage off. ESPN's broadcast team is not the right team to be chasing those games around. I'm sorry. Like, Bucci's funny, but not for that long period of time. Like, I would have much rather, like, I don't know. ESPN's coverage of hockey is just absolutely terrible. I can't stand any game that's broadcast on ESPN. TNT, I can deal with, except when they're being homers against the Red Wings
1: uh, every time we play on their hey, network. Hey, they're moving over towards us now. They I are getting a lot more support. Besides the hey. Penguins game, that was absolute garbage. But since then, yeah, that Chicago, that Chicago Pittsburgh game, those two games, that was terrible. They were just we beat both teams. And they were just homering on those two teams. And I'm like, you're not even talking about the winning team. So I was going to tell you about that. But I... They're doing it again, aren't they?
0: I think there'll be another night of it. I don't know what the date will be for it. Uh, I don't know. Like, Like you said, you watched it. I caught parts of it. I just had the Red Wings game on my TV. And that was it. That was my only focus. Like... Back when I used to have NFL Sunday ticket and NFL red zone, like I would use those services after my team was done playing. Like I'd have my guy, my game on the main screen. And unless I was like super into fantasy football at the time, I'd maybe have some other games on, but usually I'd watch my team that I support and want to watch the full game on the main screen. And then flip to red zone after the game, just to get updates throughout the league while I'm doing whatever around the house. Like, I'm not the diehard, like, I'm going to sit in front of it and watch every play happen. No.
1: What do you foresee going on in the future with this? Let's say it does pick up. Do you foresee, like, a channel for NHL?
0: I think that's what worries me the most, is that I feel like if they do try to pull something like this off, it's going to become a pay-for service on top of everything else you already have to pay for. And, or it's going to increase the price of ESPN Plus, or we're going to bring back the days of NHL Center Ice, where if you wanted to watch all these out of market games, you had to pay this extra money. Like ESPN Plus is not expensive by any means. It's like $10 or $6 if it's bundled with the other services you can do it with. And I watch so much hockey on it because there's games on every night. I don't want it to pull away from that and become a pay for separate service that just isn't what it should be. That's not how you grow the game. Don't put it behind another paywall.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the worst thing that you could do for the for the league is put it up behind a paywall. So
0: yeah. What I think would be really cool if they could just do the constant like goal recap and highlight recap, but do it across leagues. Toss the AHL in there. Let's just oh, do these so you- delayed goals. So now you're going, okay, goal in this game just happened. Here's the highlight of that. Oh, all right. Colorado just scored against Chicago, here you go. You know? Did the just H of games last night? No. But the they
1: have future. games tonight. But yeah.
0: Again, if you're doing this on a weekend type thing, because yeah, that's why Red Zone works too, is everything happens in one day. Yeah. Like, you don't want the NHL schedule to all of a sudden become every team is playing on these specific days so they can broadcast it like this. That's a freaking nightmare. Yeah. That's that's my thoughts on it. it. It could work. I hope something cool comes out of it, but I hope it doesn't cost the consumer more. And what I hope it does is gives everyone a cooler aspect to watch a lot more hockey and grow
1: the game. Maybe like a once a month kind of thing. Like I'm here at Cincy, so they didn't play. They don't have the wings broadcast. They had Toronto and Washington, so I got to watch. Like those are two teams that I don't typically watch. So I was able to watch those. I can't remember who else was on down here. Because after that game, I did, they went into the wings and see and the Kraken, but then they switched to somebody else too. Because I had to stream it off my own TV stream, off my computer. Yeah. And connect it connected to the TV to get it. So, gotcha. Yeah,
0: who knows? There's opportunity there, but I just hope they don't screw it up.
1: It's ESPN, they're going to screw it up.
0: Yeah, exactly. But anything else you want to add for this week, buddy? We said we we're going to keep this shorter than normal,
1: uh, and it's not. So. No, we're shorter than normal. <laughs> uh, Barely. You had, you had something out here for a captain with a bunch of question marks. Is that for later?
0: Uh, you know, it was no announcements been made still. It's Wednesday. Still waiting. I know it's going to come Friday. I just wanted
1: to bring it up again. Fair enough.
0: But that's all I've got.
1: So... <laughs> Brandon, we'll see you guys Friday, near the team store at first intermission.
0: <laughs> uh, no, not this week. We will do something like that in the future, when both of us are at the game. But no, not this week. Sorry, folks. You don't want to get sick. <laughs> no, I'll be fine by then. I'll be I'll be good to go. Um, but no. Anything else you want to add this week, buddy?
1: Go, Griffs. Let's. let's go get Griffs. Let's get two in a row. Yeah, please. That'd be fantastic. But, stay in the box.
0: oh, yeah. With that, though, that ends this Thursday episode of the Hockey Town West podcast. want to thank our partners, the Hockey Podcast Network, for being amazing hosts and giving us programs like the one we're using tonight to be able to record uh, from different states. Uh, <laughs> thank you to DraftKings, our sponsor. Appreciate them as well. Uh, thank you to our two patrons so far. It's going to be Randy Zick and Michael Elsate. Yeah. Thank you guys. We appreciate the support. I hope so too. We'll have to find out, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your support and love for the show. We appreciate you guys. Uh, with that though, go Griffins. I'll see you at the game on Friday.
1: Love you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Hockey Town West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeyTownWPOD and your hosts, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at BrandonGR Hockey.